Get you a fucking blunt. I know you got one. It's 20 fucking 20, bro. If you listen to this and you haven't smoked in your lifetime, what you doing, bro? You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I am. There is no cap in that, bro. Today, man. I mean, just like any other time you listen to this podcast, I want you to grab a blunt while you're on your way to work or something. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you're just going out for a Friday drive. It's Friday, man. Smoke something. Anything. Well, not anything. It has to be green, but smoke something. We here. I think today we probably gonna have like uh not a lot, but gonna have a couple weed stories, couple smoking stories, bro. Like I said, it's twenty fucking twenty. If you haven't smoked in your lifetime yet, I, I really do believe that. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. You you missed something. All right. Um. Jesus Christ, where do we start? I mean, I know exactly where to start, but shout out to Weed, bro. This shit here is, it's, it's, it's the bee's knees. <laughs> I don't know what else can take Weed place. Well, I know it could, but not on a consistent basis. Um, but like I said, it's 20 fucking 20. We have... So many people we know smoke or have tried this shit to where everybody, well, most people have a smoking story or two or three or four. And I got a couple. Uh, I'm just your average stoner, bruh. I wouldn't call myself a pothead. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I don't do like pothead shit. Like I don't smoke out of papers or bones or... Anything like that. I just grab me a blunt, grab me a Rillo, the old school way. Roll that shit up the unhealthy way. Sooner or later, I might transition to papers, but I don't I don't fucking see the need to right now. That shit is a tedious task. So, but the first time I ever smoked, Jesus Christ. I mean, we got to talk about firsthand how weed is a bonding mechanism how you literally can go from zero friends to five friends in less than five hours by saying hey y'all got a blunt or y'all trying to smoke or what's up like you can you can have a a very solid not just any fucking relationship but a very solid relationship uh you know from weed itself so um if you listen to this and you already have a negative connotation about weed, hopefully I can change your mind. That's that's the goal for the day. Maybe I can change your mind about how you feel about it or I don't know. I don't really know what the goal is <laughs> other than to fucking just, I, I guess, entertain. So uh, without further ado, let's just dive into the first story, man. The first time I ever smoked. I'm pretty sure just like everybody else, um... You've had the opportunity multiple times, and it just presented itself to you like time after time again. 
me personally, I was surrounded by weed from the time I got out of the fucking womb. Like, I was literally... Chilling, chilling. Literally, like, surrounded by the shit. Every, every male figure in my family smoked it. My dad, of course, fucking... Yeah, that man, that's, that's another story for another day because that's probably the reason how I am, why I am, uh, because of that man. But we all had an opportunity. And like I said, I was surrounded by the shit since I was born. I never really paid attention to it, never really chose to pay attention to it. Um, it's just something like I was a fucking kid, bro. I didn't, I didn't really need to pay attention to weed. I didn't need to have an interest to smoke. I was fucking seven years old trying to learn how to ride a bike without training wheels. You feel me? I was trying to find a girl to talk to. I was trying to play outside. Like I was trying to, I, I don't, anything like a kid was trying to do, that's what I was trying to do as a kid, man. I was not worried or focused or even th considering weed. I knew what it was though. Um, but I didn't know what it was, if that makes sense. Like, my dad would always, like I said, he was mainly the man who was, you know, who brought the shit in my life, basically, <laughs> like single-handedly, without a doubt. I mean, I'm sitting here as a child, like, I know how things work. I've seen other people in the world, like, if you wanted to smoke something, you take out a cigarette and you smoke that. Like, I've, I've seen people smoke a cigarette, but with my dad... And my, my, you know, my other male figures in my family, it would always be a long brown cigarette, you know. And, and, you know, looking back on it, of course, it was either a black and mild or a blunt. But looking at it as a child, it's like, you know, fuck, these guys are smoking black people cigarettes, I guess. I never seen a white man smoke a black and mild. I always seen, you know, my family or anybody else smoke a black and mild. Or, you know, if they're in my family, they're smoking blunts or black and mouse. I never seen anybody in my family um, tote a cigarette, right? Other than my grandfather. My grandfather definitely smoked cigarettes. But other than that, if I seen you smoke, like, like family functions, just, or just, just chilling around the family, they're smoking a blunt 1,000% one, 1, of the time. You know what I'm saying? We got two cousins together. They're blunt time. You feel me? So... Like I said, I was pretty much surrounded by it. And our family, how we operated, we were really together a lot. Like, you know, cousins with cousins and shit like that. So, like I said, if you're going to be with a cousin, you know, and you're in that older group, you're going to smoke a blunt, you know, or a black and mild. That's just what I saw. And um, I specifically remember black and mild smelling really fucking good i had this crazy crazy love for the smell of black and mouths when they were unlit when they were lit they just smelled really good to me so i remember growing up saying i really wanted to smoke black and mouths and um weed however you know growing up like i was able to finally understand what the shit was you know it was just something to smoke or something to get you to feel a certain way because my dad would always smoke it. He would always keep it around the house and there would always be pockets and corners of the house that smell like fucking a skunk had shitted on itself and died. Like it was putrid to me as a child. I hated, I fucking hated 
the smell of weed as a child. Number one, either I just hated the smell of weed in general, or my dad kept around the g -g 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 It was terror. I could literally smell it right now. It was terrifying how dank that shit smelled, right? So I, I it, it never occurred to me. It never dawned on me, you know, to fucking smoke weed. It never was crossing my mind that I would probably even want to do that. The most I was wanting to do was smoking black and mild because they smelled so good. But with weed, fuck that. It smelled like, like I said, it was just, it was putrid. It was a smell that I couldn't even describe when I was little. The only thing I could describe it as when I was little was a headache because every time I smelled it, I got a headache. So um, that lets you know my early, <laughs> my early stance on weed. Of course, as a child, everybody's stance on drug and drugs in general are, you know, we're anti-drugs, we're against drugs. We don't really, we don't wanna fuck with that. We, we tried our best to impress the dare lion and all the, the, the reject all tobacco rat. You better tell somebody. Like we, we, we tried our best to stay straight edge and you know, it did not work. And we, you know, we obviously see that, you know, it's 20 fucking 20, everybody. I don't, I don't know who doesn't smoke, but anyway, um, that was just my early career. You know, my early stance on smoking. I never really wanted to smoke weed at all. The most I wanted to do was smoke a black and mild. And, um, fast forward till about, should I go to, let's just fuck it. Go ahead. Let's fast forward into the ninth grade where it's the setup to me you know first starting to smoke like i said man get your blunts out if you if you're on the way to work or if you're on the if you're just on the drive smoking that's fine play 2k play a little game in the background where you don't necessarily need the volume to play the game but um yeah man just just just, just grab your blunt smoke this and, and and listen to the stories baby when i was in ninth grade First and foremost, my school career has always been ass, under par, uh, very, very underwhelming and disappointing. I've always been a shit student from the time I came into a head start to the time I left that bitch. I always, always was a shit student, never joined any AP clubs, honor classes, none of that. And my, uh, you know, school tenure from, you know, elementary to high school, I was terrible. And um, don't ask me what the fuck I was doing. I really don't need, I, to this day, I don't know what I was doing, but I wasn't doing schoolwork. So um, about eighth grade, you know, I got tired of that. I got tired of failing, got tired of going to summer school. So I'm like, you know, let's straighten up a little bit. Ninth grade, let's have a good year. Let's, let's finish it out strong. Let's not have any conflicts or anything. Let's just, you know, fucking bear down and do it. So ninth grade was a really good year for me. It was a excellent year for me. I finally buckled down. Even though I had little troubles here and there, I finally conquered school. Like, I did not have to go to summer school. I did not have, like, a Christmas break where I'm coming home, having anxiety over the break, knowing damn well when I go back to school, I'm going to have those Fs to bring up. But, man... Ninth grade was not the case. Ninth grade, I had the world in my hands. I, had, you know, came back to my hometown. Um, ninth grade, the way our school system was working, we had 
a lot of schools where we were integrated with other grades for instance you know like after ninth grade you you're in the school with 10th 11th and 12th graders um seventh grade you're in the uh, school with eighth graders fucking fourth grade you're in the school with fifth graders so the only school you really had to yourself was sixth grade and ninth grade and ninth grade was a really important year because it was the last time we were going to be by ourselves and and I just tried to make it a, the best year as possible, and I did. I, I I made work of my ninth grade year. Very good memories come from that. But the seeds were definitely planted to me smoking. Because I'm going to name drop you, because you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, well, you, you, this isn't really incriminating. Like I said, everybody fucking smokes now. I'm going to name drop you, bro. But Gennario, <laughs> Gennario is probably uh you know if the biggest reason other than my daddy to why i'm smoking on a blunt right now scenario very cool guy man met this nigga in ninth grade bro met a lot of people in ninth grade that i fuck with so shout out to ninth grade period but met him in ninth grade don't exactly remember how we met probably through mutual friends or probably i i have no idea but i definitely remember one of our first conversations were uh ps4 versus xbox i believe he had xbox at the time and i'm looking at you like what the fuck why did you you, you what you, what's your problem and you know what i'm saying you know that's how the initial friendship started but um that was ninth grade bro like i, I met genario i met genario in ninth grade now just keep that in mind like that was the <laughs> that was the first running into genario that i had so fast forward to we can fast forward all the way to 11th grade now so um the 11th grade was you know ninth grade was my best year 11th grade arguably the worst year of my fucking career probably worst year of my life um 11th grade junior year you you look at your junior year in retrospect and everybody before you even get to your fucking junior year is telling you goodness gracious i'll be praying for you for your junior year and then you're looking like you know what the fuck why and then everybody tells you your junior year will be your hardest year of high school, without a doubt. It's going to be your toughest year to complete. Um, you know, I think it made a lot of sense because sophomore year, you're really kind of getting yourself introduced to the world of high school. And senior year, you're getting ready to leave the world of high school. Junior year is pretty much the year you build up your resume, you build up every single you know possibility of a college to go to you're you're working on your you know you're working on pretty much everything on your junior year and i remember them telling me junior year was going to be the toughest of all years of school of my life and looking back at, at you know my life in school like i told you i was a shit student i didn't do a fucking thing so looking at 11th grade Coming from the 10th grade, mind you, 10th grade, yes, I went to summer school. 9th grade, had the greatest year of my life. 10th grade, got smacked in the mouth by all these new, this new shit because you went from an English class that was just teaching you grammar to now you have to write an essay every time you step in English. So it was a fucked up transition that I didn't, I could care less about. And I just really, I, I, I failed under pressure, you know. So 10th grade year, I had a terrible year. I think I failed, uh, I want to say I failed two classes my 10th grade year. I was on the verge of failing two. I only failed one. So I ended up going to summer school. 
11th grade, we're like, come on, man, we, we fucking, we went to summer school, what, 7th grade year, 8th grade year, 10th grade year, like, we absolutely cannot be in a position to go to fucking summer school or 11th grade year. And I made it my, fuck, I made it my mission. I made it my personal goal to try my hardest to put myself in a position where I'm damn near going to be at the pizza parties for the fucking smart students. I'm, I'm going to put myself in a position to where I'm elected in the AP class or where I'm doing extracurricular activities. 11th grade year, I'm going to shit on everybody that said it's going to be the hardest year and I'm going to make it the easiest year I ever fucking had in my life to ensure my ticket to graduation because once you get once you get past the, the hardest year i mean it's pretty much come on now so i honestly believed in myself that i could ruin 11th grade like i could fuck this world up and come into this shit and just mm, get on everything just be on my shit and that's exactly what i did i was on my shit from day one bro i did not let up i did not leave room for any fuck-ups. I went home and studied. I did homework. When when there was time, you know, in class, there was downtime, quote-unquote. You have to work on extra shit that you already didn't do. Oh, I'm working on shit that you're not supposed to be done due till next week. You know, for the first time in my life, I'm working on work that's supposed to be due in the future. Like, I've never done work early. And that's how you know, 11th grade year, I made sure I tried my best to fucking just just work man and everything was going according to plan until those first progress reports came out now if you don't know what progress reports are it's basically like a uh, um a junior report card it's like the report card before the report card it's a report card in detail it tells you exactly what assignments you have not done and it tells you the date of the assignment, the name. It goes very much into detail on your progress report. So I would argue progress reports are worse than report cards easily, because you cannot, you cannot fucking come up with a lie on progress reports, because every single thing is written in detail. But progress reports came out. I mean, this is the first time in a long time. Probably since, you know, ninth grade, even in ninth grade, I had kind of a anxiety on progress support day on progress support day this time of year, this time around, bro. I was so excited. I was walking around with the, the, the smirkiest, the, 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 the most uh, sarcastic smile on my face. Because I'm sitting in class knowing that I've done my shit. I'm sitting in class knowing that there are dumbasses who didn't. And, you know, I've, I've excelled. I've. I was once upon a time one of those dumbasses who was in the class looking around, joking about my grade, knowing damn well when I get home, it's not going to be a joke anymore. But I remember. So I, I that day specifically was a, a great day from the time I woke up to the time I was, you know, supposed to come home from school because usually on progress support days, I would hide that shit. I would very much not even tell my mom a progress support day is coming up. And I did the same thing for this year so I could be a surprise. And like when you see my progress reports, when you ask for them, excuse me, I'm going to pretend like I forgot. So when you ask for them, I'm going to put on the facade that I have bad grades. Like, Chris, what them report, what, what, what them progress reports said. Oh, fuck, I forgot. Yeah, uh, here you go. And she's going to be expecting bad grades all across the board. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
I really, really was loving practice support day, bro. So I'm coming to class. I'm coming to school. My first couple classes, man, I get my progress support. And the grades were A's, B's, you know what I'm saying? Just high 90s or low. I mean, I said high, high 90s. Um, low 90s or high 80s, man. I'm, 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 I'm on top of my shit on the hardest year. And um, I don't exactly remember how my periods went, but I remember English was in the latter part of the day. And I got to English. I'm smiling still. I got probably like four report cards in my backpack already. All A's, all B's. Come on, give me another one, bitch. Give me my give me my B. Give me my A. Give me my, you know, give me either or. I don't give a fuck. Just give me my shit. So I give my progress report. She hands out the progress report. By the way, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and introduce y'all to Miss Godfrey. Might as well. Uh for those of you who know Miss Godfrey, exactly. For those of you who don't, let me introduce you to fucking Miss Godfrey. So Miss Godfrey is a 11th grade English teacher. Well, she was my 11th grade English teacher. Black lady, uh, built like an egg with dreads. Just, uh, she gives you auntie vibes, well, mama vibes, grandma vibes. She gives you one of those like old lady vibes that you know in your life. But Miss um, Godfrey work was never hard. It never was hard. It's just the amount of work that she did. And, oh, that she gave us, excuse me. Um... And I'm going to tell you another very, very, very pivotal, I can't fucking say that word. I'm going to tell you another very great turning point in this story. Canvas was introduced in the, I want to say the 10th grade. Canvas was either introduced in the 10th grade or the 11th grade. I'm not sure. I, I can't remember. But Canvas was freshly introduced into the scene. Canvas is what y'all doing online work on now. You know what I'm saying? For school, for you know, because of COVID. But, uh... Canvas had just entered into the scene, fresh, it's hot, it's new. You have some teachers who immediately know how to work it, and you have some teachers like Miss Godfrey, who a week in were still telling the students, you know, I'm, I'm still having problems with this or I'm still having problems with that, da 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 da. Which is cool because, like, you know, it's a fucking new thing. I don't expect everybody to, you know, get a grasp onto technology especially old fucks like miss godfrey who came into the, the 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 cold war era like fucking i i i understand miss godfrey i understand you don't know how to work shit so we do most of our work on canvas which is i would say virtually impossible not to do you understand what i'm saying um because it's not like you get a piece of paper, you go home, and you just don't fucking do it. Then you don't turn it in. Canvas, you have a deadline. Um, that's probably gonna. She's there. They probably give it to you like a week before the shit is due. So you know when it's due. You see it there in plain sight. It, I will argue it's easier to just go ahead and knock this shit out the way. So I'm doing my homework. I'm doing everything. So park support in English shouldn't be no problem. Just like with every every other fucking subject, I just had A, B, A, B. You know, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm on cloud nine. I'm having my first ever great progress supports. I get my progress support for English, bro. And it was like, I couldn't... I, I, I fucking... I, Jesus, it still fucked with me to this day. Because my heart just dropped. Like imagining looking at that, but um, dude, I had a fucking 33 
into zero. <laughs> 30. I had a 30 as a class average on my progress reports. I had eight zeros on my progress report. At this moment, I'm my stomach is fucked. My I can't move. It's like I feel tears coming, but at the same time, I'm confused. I don't know if this is a mistake. So I'm I, I go back up to her desk and I'm, you know, first I grab my computer because this is uh, that's the first thing. I, well, that's not the first thing I thought of, but uh, it was definitely on the top of my, you know, my head to do because Canvas, again, allows you to go into the fucking app or whatever it's called. It, it lets you click on the assignment. If you didn't do the assignment, there's going to be a big fat red X or you didn't do, you know. But if you did the assignment, there's going to be a green check mark beside it. Or it's going to let you know you did it because it's going to tell you when you fucking submitted it. So I go on the assignments. I'm looking up each assignment by name on Canvas. I'm looking up each assignment. I'm clicking on this one. There's a green check mark. Okay, on the progress report, it says zero. Okay, 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 that's just one. Let's look up the next assignment. Boom, got a zero for this one on here uh, on Canvas. I did it, all right? All right, let me look up the next assignment. Boom, on Canvas, I did it. On progress report, it's a zero. All right, boom, let me look up the next assignment. Boom, Canvas did it, progress report, zero. So I'm noticing pattern. All the assignments I fucking did are the ones she put on for zeros. And pretty much... All the assignments that were like on paper or binder checks and shit like that, those are the grades I, I got like actual grades from. Anything that was on Canvas, I had a fucking zero. So I literally go back up to her desk. I point to every single green check mark. I told I pointed to the fucking submission time. I pointed to the date it was submitted on. I to each assignment. Well, I could well three. Because I was only up there for three assignments. Because you want to know what she said after I showed her to complete it? She shrugged her shoulder and she said, well, I didn't get them. Let me, let me light this blunt up real quick. Because that shit hurt it. The bitch shrugged her shoulders and said, well, I didn't get them do you know how fucked that is do you know how do you 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 don't you don't you don't know how fucked that is because you went from somebody who probably didn't you know have one reason to smoke to have every reason to smoke when she said that i thought about dying i thought about going home Climbing on top of my apartment roof and just jumping off fucking head first like Chris Benoit. I really thought about dying, bro. Because, like I said, you come from 10th grade, you admittedly take your L, and then you say, well, I'm going I'm to I'm learn from this L, I'm going to do better, and I'm not going to have this happen again. And it fucking happens again like clockwork. Now, I don't know, I, I don't know how y'all would feel about that, but I felt destroyed. I felt absolutely humiliated. I felt powerless. I felt hopeless. I felt like I couldn't do anything. 
Mind you, another little tidbit about Miss Godfrey to let you know that this just wasn't a me thing. There was a, I can name drop him. He isn't a criminal or nothing. Christian Trejo. Y'all know who the fuck, my Clinton listeners, y'all know who Christian Trejo was, right? Straight A student from the time this nigga came up, from Head Start, where he went to preschool at, all the way until his, you know, end tenure in, in high school. Straight A fucking student. I know I see this nigga at the pizza parties. I know I hear this nigga on the fucking list for niggas who got the straight A's and shit. Christian Trejo never, ever, I don't think, got a C in his school career. Where's the, where's the, where's the fucking, I forgot the word. Where's the correlation, you might ask. Okay, Christian Trejo had Miss Godfrey. I know what you're thinking. Well, it's obvious, nigga, you know, it's fucking, he's a straight A student still, you know, he, he, or maybe he got a B or maybe he got a C. Some people, yeah, y'all thought he got a C. No, no. Christian Trejo had a, had a plump fucking F in Miss Godfrey. And not just the, not like a, oh, you're, you're teetering on the line of a D F. No, Christian Trejo had like a 50. Jesus, and when I saw that, yes, that made me feel a lot better, but it also made me feel 10 times worse because I knew, I knew that this bitch is the problem and I, <laughs> I'm not the problem, but I'm in 11th grade. I have the track record of a student who's been fucking up from the time he's been in school to the time he got out. I've, I've had that track record. I've had teachers, by the way, we're going to have a deeper talk about teachers on another podcast, but I've had teachers come together that had me tell other teachers that are going to have me in the next grade, watch out for him, look at him, keep a special eye on, out on him. So now you have people like me getting detentions for fucking having their shirt untucked, like five for little shit like that because they have a special eye out on me it's like you you know about shit like that you know especially when you get older like you know that bitch is looking at me she's not looking at anybody else like that but um just coming from that it was it was a big transition bro like it definitely definitely It fucked my world up, basically. Um, so knowing that you are the problem of straight A students, knowing that you're the problem of my demise, you know, I'm obviously going to the higher ups now. I'm going to the principal. I'm going to the, the mom and shit. Um, for one, the counselor cannot do anything about it because, you know, it was too late to switch classes or, you know, um, you know, the other conspiracy theory, there were so many people trying to get out of her class that they could not, you know, keep taking people out of her class because it was going to fill up everybody else's. And she was going to have, obviously, the least amount of students. So, guy, it was really to a point where I, I did not know what to do. There was nothing I could do, bruh. I literally had to eat up my L's, like, every single fucking time. I would do my work and I would get zeros for them. So then it got to the point where I literally just stopped doing my work. 
literally just anytime I had an assignment, I don't, I would not, I would not, not touch a, not touch shit, not touch a thing, at all. One hundred percent. I left that shit there. I let that shit sit. Like I'm like, you're getting zeros regardless. You might as well. If you're working for a zero, you might as well just fucking get one for free. You feel me? Like I was like, what the fuck am I working for zeros for? Kept doing the same thing. Kept going up to her. Kept telling her, listen, you your computer is fucked up or something because I'm clearly doing the shit. Um, I know I'm making this story long as hell, but you you have to understand the impact on why I smoked. So, and I'm you you know it comes full circle because at that point when I saw that there was nothing I can do, absolutely zero that I can do, um, I went back to my options. My friend, my good friend, my great friend, my brother, I would argue, Gennario, he kept, he stayed persistent, he stayed consistent, kept asking me, kept asking me, you know what I'm saying, you know, different times, man, I, he called me at the right fucking time, because that day, I, I was just sitting there, numb as fuck, knowing that I was going back to summer school, knowing that I was going to have to spend that amount of money, well, not me, but I'm taking that amount of money out of my mom's pocket, I'm going to summer school again, wasting yet another fucking, what, three months, two months of my summer. Um, having that stigma of, yeah, Chris, going to summer school again, y'all. I just fucking, it was it was painful, bruh. Especially going, like, in the 11th grade, your, your next fucking grade is graduation. And you're about to go to summer school. That's not looking good. That's like, um... Yeah, I mean, that's basically like gearing up to fight not, well, hmm, that's like gearing up to fight the champion, right? Well, I can't even call 12th grade the champion because it was weaker, but that's like gearing up to fight the champion, and to gear up to fight the champion, you have a cupcake match, meaning uh, a, a, an opponent that you know you should demise. You're losing to the cupcake opponent. Like, you, you're, you're losing the give me. Sure enough, this is the hardest grade, but fuck. I, I, I can't, you know, go to summer school in this grade and then have high expectations of myself for 12th grade. I just fucking went to summer school last year. So, you know, what should be different this year? Um, so my morale was low. Confidence was low. Everything was low, man. I was low. I was just fucked up. Way too fucked up to function. So, like I said, Gennario found the perfect opportunity um, and asked me, and on that day, like I said, I was just so fucked up about life in general. I didn't have a choice. I was like, listen, I need something to derive me from reality. I need something to the fucking if, if smoking kills me. I hope it does it today because I need I need I need something in my life. You know, I didn't have a, a, a wonderful black woman to support me at that time. That wasn't my family. So shit, I needed Mary Jane. And um the plan was set. The plan was in motion. The house ended up, my house ended up, you know, being empty. My father worked a lot. Mom worked a lot. And uh, they were just out of the house a lot, you know. But um, I found that perfect opportunity. They was both doing something at the time. It was random or seldom and rare that they both were leaving the house at the same time. My father worked the night shift. My mom worked during the day. So my father would be at the house 
most of the time during the day and my mom would come as soon as, you know, he leaves or whatever. So, you know, if one, if, if one was there, the other was away. And if nobody was there, it was rare. So uh, nobody was there. And I had the house to myself for about a cool, cool couple hours knowingly. So uh, I think my father had ended up going from the night shift to the day shift on that particular day or week or something. And uh, I had time. I, I had time today. So, listen, he came through. I'm already knowing like he I I can't remember everything. I'm I'm fuzzy mostly because I smoke weed every day, but I'm pretty sure he came through with the pre-roll or whatever as my parent. I think my mom was getting ready to leave. So, he came through. I think it's like a normal after school day or whatever. I'm pretty sure this was a Friday because um it was real lenient. I, that's why I was able to have a friend over or whatever and not give a fuck about, you know, the time of tomorrow. So I'm guessing it was a Friday. That's why when Janario was over, he was over like right after school type shit. So he was over right after school. Um, I was I was with my mom and shit. I was outside though. And he showed me the blunt. And I'm like, damn, you know, I, I held it. I'm looking at it. I'm turning it around, inspecting it. I'm smelling it. I do the thing where I just basically inhale it without it being, you know, lit and I taste it and I'm just like, oh, fuck, there's that taste that I've been smelling my whole life. It's just dank and strong and skunk strong. And I just I did not fucking like it, but I'm, I'm I've committed at this point. So, you know, what else? What else is there to do other than commit? So, um, you know, he's like, you know, later on, later on, because he had to do something else. And, you know, he spun back around. You know, eventually when my mom left. So, um, he came back around, man. Um, who they just traded for? Oh, that's real, sorry. He came back around with the blunt. It's probably about 7 o'clock-ish, something like that. It's 7 or 8. It's nightfall now. Uh, we go behind our apartments. Now, the way our apartments were set up, there was not a way to, like, be isolated. If you were outside, somebody from another apartment complex was going to see you. Um, so wherever there was a back to, it was somebody's front to, if that makes sense. So we were in my back, but we were facing a lot of other people's shit. And this is paranoia <laughs> at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sitting here thinking about it now, like, what the fuck was I paranoid for, like? What what was somebody gonna do? You know what I'm saying? They they see two kids out there smoking, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe I was I was probably afraid they were gonna call the cops or let my mom know or something. I was really paranoid, but I knew that a lot of people can see us smoking uh, from this this little side. So just keep that in mind. But uh, we got the blunt. We're in the spot. The only thing that's left to do is fucking light it. You know, so. He lights the blunt. He's going first, obviously. I don't even know how to smoke. I have an idea on how to smoke, but I don't even know how to smoke. I'm I'm guessing you inhale because, you know, of how I've, you know, watched all the movies and the songs and shit where you hear people go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm guessing that's what you do. So he's taking puffs. He's doing how he does it. I, I really wasn't paying attention. It's like It's like on Easter Sunday when you got a speech. And you know you got a line of people with speeches or whatever. 
and you know the order in which the speeches are supposed to be told. And right before your speech, you're not listening to a damn thing that person's saying. You're focusing and keying in on how you're going to say your speech. You know what I'm saying? And it's just how it's going to be delivered. And you're focused on yourself. So you're not really paying attention to what the other person got going on. That's exactly how it was with me. I'm listening to him. I'm looking at him. I'm, but I'm not paying attention to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm really just zoned out at the moment because I know that did like a, a altering life changing moment <laughs> is about to happen. So I fucking, you know, wait for my turn. He passes the blunt in like less than a minute or so, whatever, of course. And it's time for me to inhale that shit. So I take my first inhale, bro. And uh, the taste was definitely different from how it was just, you know, unlit versus how it is lit. And uh, I remember it being nasty to me. I remember the swisher burning the shit out of my throat. I remember um, trying to keep it in, coughing and shit, choking or whatever. And um, about about like four more puffs of that shit, man. I'm trying to wonder if I feel it and I'm 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 feeling it because I've been drunk before at this point in my life. I've definitely been drunk before, just haven't been high before. So there's nothing I can compare it to other than being drunk. I started feel cause he passed it to me a couple more times or whatever. Um the last time he tried to pass it to me, it was about like mid blunt, literally where my blunt is right now. It was like halfway burnt out, you know what I'm saying? Definitely enough to go around. But um, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm fucking good because I'm, I'm feeling something. I'm feeling it. And um, if you, well, not if you know me, but I hate fucking throwing up. I absolutely hate throwing up to the greatest extent. Throwing up probably is one of the biggest displeasures of life. It, it hurts and it's not comfortable. I hate that shit. So I try my best to not get myself to a point where I'm going to throw up, whether I'm fucking with liquor or whether I'm fucking with weed. And I've only thrown up once off weed, which is going to be for Smoking Stories Part 2. But um, I I just did not want to have myself throwing up. So I told him, listen, I feel something. I definitely feel it. I don't know what it is I'm feeling, but, I, I you know, I'm moving a little slower. Um, You know, I'm just my reaction time is like fucking divided. It's just I could not move how I, how I usually moved. And the paranoia was setting in more than anything. The more I puffed on that blunt, the more paranoid I got because I'm seeing people, or at least I'm thinking I'm seeing people up, you know, from their apartments looking at us or staring at us with a phone in their hand or something. I'm I'm really paranoid, you know what I'm saying? So I just chose to stop and go ahead and get in the house while we still can before police pulls up or before somebody I, anything anything happens so i got really paranoid at that point so i really wanted to go in the house more than anything um so that's that what well, excuse me i knew i was high when i let out a laugh that i've never done in my entire life i knew i was high when i chuckled and in in a way that i, I it's it didn't scare me but it was funny because it, i laughed like another human being and I was like, what the fuck did that come from? <laughs> so the giggles, every like that shit was amazing, bro. Like I, I started to definitely feel it. So I, I, I would like to imagine I had the perfect cutoff point. Like shout out to me for that. Because if I would have kept going, I probably would have had a terrible experience. 
But uh, I cut that shit off mid-blunt, and, you know, I'm, I'm starting to feel the giggles. I'm starting to feel good. You know what I'm saying? I'm moving slow, but, you know, it's it, it, it was it, it was uncomfortable for the first two, two minutes. After those two minutes passed, oh, it felt like the greatest thing of all time, you know? I'm in the house now. We're both high as shit. We both probably smell reek of weed, you know what I'm saying? We're just, we're chilling, and, you know, we're just playing the game and shit, talking being high he's recording me doing high shit like how long i'm supposed to last like this my eyes are glazed like a old boy like krispy kreme's hot sign baby it was redder than the devil's ball sack i i had absolutely no control over my laugh i did not know how to stop laughing it was a beautiful time right um getting to the point where i'm having the munchies and Shit that's been sitting in my refrigerator for months on end, untouched. I'm going through that shit. Like, I'm absolutely eating every bit of food that I can find in that refrigerator. I didn't even read the expiration date. You know, I was terribly hungry. Um, So the munchies were amazing. And then my high got fucked with a little bit because somebody's coming home. You know, one out of the two parents has to come home eventually. So none other than my father came home. Now, I would life is beautiful because I would want nobody other than my father coming home regardless in that moment. Even though I didn't want to get caught by either parent, I wanted my father to catch me before my mom caught me because obviously my dad smoked weed. So he would understand if anything um if i got caught but uh if not i could pull his hypocrite card i could be like yo you smoked since i was fucking born don't be chastising me about smoking in high school you know what i'm saying most niggas do this shit at 15 but don't be chastising me about smoking weed in high school for the first time you've done this shit in my face since i was born so i had that card ready to play but um you know smoking stories part two definitely will have a um you know, the sequel to that, you know what I'm saying? But long story short, you know, my, like I said, my dad smoked weed. We ended up being smoke partners. So we ended up being smoke buddies. We ended up like smoking together. I want to say in my, uh, my junior year, sophomore year in college, sophomore year in college, we definitely started smoking together. So I, I'll spoil that story, you know, the end to this basically. Uh, but uh, no, like I wanted him to catch me more than my mama, because like I said, if 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 if, if chastised, I could pull the hypocrite card. But if not, he will understand, and I will have I could get off easily. My mama would probably tell the whole family. She would probably fucking strip away privileges, like anything. There could be anything. So um, I did not want her to catch me. So when my pop came home, there was a sense of relief, but also still very much anxiety because I did not. I'm for, for crying out loud, he was. He's he's my dad, you know. This nigga six foot four, been scary his whole life to me. Like I I I did not want to do wrong or displease that man ever in my life because that was a big ass man with a big ass voice, and that was just terrifying. So I did everything in my power to make sure I stayed in Carlos's good graces. Um, so yeah, like being high around him. <laughs> was definitely frightening because he i don't know what like he my my dad was very very nonchalant 
but he also I mean I'm like my dad like I'm very nonchalant but if I get mad enough it's it's fucking it's like you you yourself recognize you're different like you yourself recognize like okay yeah I'm I'm fuming right now this is not something I usually do and I'm probably scary to a lot of people right now because nobody's seen this side like everybody's just seen the relaxed chill nonchalant side but once you get mad once my father got mad it was like oh shit somebody somebody do something like <laughs> somebody please i don't know somebody do something do anybody have a gun that could calm him down <laughs> just give him a warning shot in the head i think that'll do it because yeah that, that should slow him down a bit he was a scary individual but uh, like I said, I did not want to get him mad. So uh, when he came to the house, I made it hot more than ever because we were chilling. And when he walked in, I'm telling him, Genario, shut, 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 be quiet, be cool, be cool, be cool. Don't be doing that giggling shit. So we we played the game so fucking quiet to where it looked like we were up to something. You know what I'm saying? We played that game. You know how niggas play 2K. You know, you got some sort of trash talk going on or some sort of talking. We played that game without saying a fucking word at all. So that lets you know. <laughs> I was terrified. So, of course, I eventually had to get Nario out the house because you know, I was scared that he was going to do some high shit. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, blew our cover. You know, the jig was going to be up if he did some shit like walk in front of this man and be like, hey, you got some chips or something. Or eyes looking how he is or anything. So I, I I wanted to get him out the house as quick as possible. That way I could, you know, not close my door, but turn my lights off and just begin the chilling process. So um, I do that. You know what I'm saying? I get Nari out the house. I, I begin the chilling process. And uh, my goodness gracious, did I get horny? Um, excuse me. I know it was like, what the fuck? These nigga, whoa, what are you talking about? Like, okay, let me explain. It wasn't due to anybody. You know, it wasn't anybody that got me horny. It was the weed. All right. The weed settled in and it was like the final act to the play, to the movie. It was like, now it's time for your time. Okay. And my body sent so much blood to my cock. It sent so much it just would not go down, and my brain was fuming with ideas of porn videos that I just needed to watch. So that was probably a, the, the, one of the best parts of the night. We're not going to get into detail about that part, but believe, trust and believe, I beat my meat, and it was Jesus. Like I, it wasn't Jesus, but it was it. Well, well <laughs> I don't know that. I mean, I, if, that if, if that's what Jesus feel like, if that's what God feel like, yeah. Sperm into the nut, like uh uh, nothing on the towel, like uh uh. So yeah, I definitely had a wonderful time for my for my first time smoking. I woke up. And immediately wanted to do the exact same thing as soon as I woke up over again. So that was basically how my weed addiction started slash, you know, kicked off a little bit. Because after that, I took I took a break for a little while. But um, that's definitely getting into the my next story, which is going to be the highest I've ever been. Let me take a little let me take a little puff break. Jesus Christ. The highest I've ever been, man, other than the first time I've smoked, was in college. 
Um, Because I just was, like I said, the first time I smoked was 11th grade. I was a junior in high school. Senior year, I didn't smoke, like, pretty much at all. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know what I did my senior year. I was so keen in on just living. Like, I just, you know, lived my senior year. I didn't fucking smoke. So, um, the next time I picked that shit up, I, of course, hit a new low. Um, let me take a little puff. In 12th grade, of course, like I said, I did not smoke. Probably because 12th grade was like one of the best times of my life, along with 9th grade. 9th grade! But uh, 12th grade was definitely, no, it was no need to smoke. Like I said, you it was so much fun, so much to do. You, you really didn't even think about it. But um, y'all was so high, I didn't need to get high. Um, but man, I was so fucking low. So, 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 so low as a um, junior, not junior, as a sophomore and freshman in college. So, like I said, man, I damn near flunked my 11th grade year. Well, I did. I had to go to summer school for my 11th grade year for two classes, not just that one, because, you know, my morale went all the fuck way down. So I just stopped doing work and that translated to another class. So I just I failed history. And English that year. Had to go to summer school for two classes. Coming to my 12th grade year, like I said, you know, it was, it's just, you're not finna fail. You have no, you, you don't have the option to fail. You fail, you don't graduate. We are going to graduate. We are going to walk across that fucking stage. They're going to see the motherfucker. They had the stigmatism of never graduate, never walking across the stage. They're going to see my name last walk across the stage. Um, you know, my last name is V, so... Yeah, I I I made it a mission and I, I accomplished that mission for twelfth grade, long story short. But I could not get into a decent college to save my fucking life, cause boy, that uh that um that ACT score, that GPA, boy. Yeah, so if you know if you know <laughs> you know, but Heinz bound, baby. Heinz and Raymond bound. Um, <laughs> community college. So I went to Heinz and had the low a ACT score. So I had to pretty much be in remedial classes for my first, you know, first semesters in uh, in college, bro. And fuck, like you want to talk about somebody who wanted the the college experience and didn't get it? <laughs> I had the same class for same classmates for each and every one of my classes. I lived in a dorm with, you know, a stranger roommate uh, that was a weirdo. Let's just call it what it is. And the motherfucker took pills. Um, for I don't even know what reason, but to this day. So I'm thank, thank God I'm still alive. But anyway, um, I just, it was so much bullshit going on that year, bro. Like I did not live my best life. Like I thought I was supposed to be living and I got low, you know, I'm very much fucking, eh, I'm to myself, I'm to myself. I wouldn't call myself, a, um, a, you know, I, I think I have social anxiety. <laughs> I can't be around too much people too long, bro. I really can't be around, you know, people too long, period. It's just, it's just a weird feeling, man. Like, it, it's just a very weird feeling, but, uh, yeah. 
my close friends pretty much like they either went to another college or they made another circle of friends or just had a different schedule period so i i really didn't have those same group of friends that i had around me constantly like i did in high school and that did a damage that did a, a big part of damage um didn't have a girlfriend neither to save my life so i was ultimately lonely as fuck bro lonely as shit um Uh, I knew, I can't remember how, I swear to God, I can't remember how, but, um, had two, two people who went to, uh, Clinton with me in my high school, and, uh, I, do I want to name drop them? I don't know if I want to name drop them. I think they're in the services. Uh, we'll just call them Timon and Pumbaa. You know, fuck it. We'll just call them Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa, you y'all know who y'all are, bro. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. <laughs> y'all know exactly who y'all are, uh, and, and people know exactly who I'm talking about. Timon and Pumbaa, um, let's just uh, y'all know him as LDT. <laughs> y'all call him LDT. Fuck it, y'all know who y'all are. LDT man, LDT. Shout out y'all, bro, because. At the time, I ain't had nobody. Y'all boys pulled up on me and, and, and at the perfect time. And y'all re-sparked my relationship with weed because LDT were heavy smokers. They were like probably the heaviest smokers I knew that went to, to Clinton, you know. So I really honestly to God don't remember how I entered myself into the fray with them. But damn it, we started smoking like a broke stove. They would pick me up. They would scoop me up, man. They didn't have a place to smoke or nothing like that. These fuckers drove and smoked and then parked and smoked, drove back and smoked. It was some hot boy shit. Plenty of weed on them. Plenty of paraphernalia. Going fucking well over the speed limit. Hitting curves like it ain't shit. LDT, y'all are some fucking legends, bruh. Because I was in the car with y'all scared shitless. But man, I had to get my high. So I was... <laughs> I was literally terrified, but so stoned at the same time. Like, that, th those adventures with LDT were some very, very great adventures, man. We went to eat. We went to High Heaven a lot. Um, sometimes we went to the High Heaven parking lot and just faded out and just smoked there. And... Um, it was, it was a, a wonderful time, bro. But they probably gotten me the highest I've ever been in my life. Because anytime somebody asks me what's the highest I've ever been, I always go back to this moment. Because we were sitting, you know, we did the usual. They picked me up. They drove me to fucking 30 miles out or, you know, 25 miles out, smoking on the way there. Then when they finally fucking parked, smoked again so we had a lot of weed but i think this time it was just way more potent it was just a different strand it was something of a of a force i had not yet ran into until that moment because my god i was literally i mean i can't remember what like how many blunts we smoked probably just like two or three but I remember on on one specific blunt, I had my eyes closed, smoking it, 
no music was in my head, and I was just rocking back, back and forth. I was rocking back and forth, swaying my head back and forth. My eyes closed. I didn't give a fuck if there were, if anybody was looking at me. I didn't give a fuck about. I just, I was just feeling my existence at that time, bruh. And I, it felt like I was going slow motion, but I knew I was going like a steady pace that wasn't slow. So, I was fucking gone, bruh. There wasn't a thought in my head. There was, it, it was just. I was so high, so high, so high. I didn't know what to do other than just 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 be there. And like when when they when they when I had to pass the blunt, I think I still had my eyes closed. When they passed me the blunt, I opened one eye, and I just I just kept my eyes closed and I just fucking was rocking. No music was on or anything. Niggas was just talking. Even when I started the sentence, I still was rocking. I I don't know. I don't know. That was the highest I ever fucking been, bro. Hands down. Hands down. There will never be another time where I'm smoking and I just got my eyes closed, just rocking, and it feels like I'm going in slow motion. That time I did. So uh, shout out to LDT, man, because y'all boys, one million percent, um, y'all y'all definitely got me to the point where I've... I'm about to go into my next story about how the first time I got high at school. Um, no, this wasn't at high school. This was, of course, in college where there's a lot of ways to smoke before class. <laughs> so easy. So like college. Oh, my God. Like, Jesus, you really have to be a responsible adult to. to <laughs> because you can do anything while you're in college. Jesus Christ. Um, I met this. I don't know where he at in life now, but this is a very generic name. Um, this nigga's, it's, I don't, I'm, I have high hopes for him, so I'm just gonna call you Ed. Fuck it. I mean, I know it's your name anyway. <laughs> I'm fucking Eddie. Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, Eddie. You probably don't even know where I'm at right now, um, and nobody's really listening to this shit no way right now anyway. So I can name drop, Eddie. Shout out to you, bro. Eddie from outside Chicago, um, who always says from outside Chicago, fucking came to school every day high as shit. And I just remember, you know, getting cool with them eventually. Like I said, every class that I had was with the same classmates. So I got close with a lot of the people that I was in the class with. And Eddie was definitely one of them because I noticed this nigga was smoking like every fucking day. And this was at the time... I had picked my smoking back up. Um, and, uh, you know, I remember Eddie trying to, you know, wanting to get me high and shit, thinking I'm a novice, which I was, which I was. But uh, I'm like, listen, bro, I, I do this shit. Let's smoke. You know, let's smoke before class. I can function, you know, so I can smoke and, and function. So that's what we did. Like, we, before class, I pulled up on him. I'm thinking we're going to smoke in the dorms like a dumbass, you know, just so I could be safe and feel safe, but no. We had to smoke in the car, uh, in the parking lot, broad daylight. Mind you, our campus, Heinz Raymond campus, is literally connected to a police station. Dead ass. Excuse me. It's connected right to a police station. Instead of campus police, they have police. <laughs> they just take your ass straight to jail. No, none of that fucking in between shit no you go straight to jail if you do some wild shit 
So, um, yeah, smoking there is an experience, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, bruh, we definitely smoked before class, and it was, I don't know if it was the size of his blunt paws, or if it was, you know, what he put in that shit, but that was the first time, like, I think I got high in the daytime. Yes, 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 that's his, yes. This was the first time I got high in the day. Because, you know, like trying to sneak and do it, you of course you're gonna do that shit at night. Uh I, I did I did not have my car hot boxed. I did not have a place to smoke outside. So I always did that shit at night. This was the first time I got hot in the daytime and bro, holy shit. Everything was like 4K Ultra HD. Um that's all I could that's all I could explain it as. Everything was so defined, everything was so on point, everything was so sharp, the colors were so fucking vibrant, everything was so beautiful. When I got out of that car, his car had tint. When I got out of that car and saw the world, <laughs> nigga, I was just staring at the sky like I was fucking zooted. I was done. But everything was so fucking beautiful like oh it, it, either that was just a beautiful day where the grass was greener than ever and the sky was bluer than ever and cars they had the paint glaring off the sunlight and you had people in the class it's just that was like the first time it, the world felt like a painting it felt like it was truly i felt so grateful to see in that time like it was so wonderful so beautiful but um, I was fucked up. Like <laughs> I went to class, I was just so zooted. Like I was a happy hot at that time. I was saying shit to women. I was fucking you know, ribbing in class, saying funny shit. The teacher was actually laughing at. Like I had a great day that day. A really great day that day. <laughs> oh Jesus, man. Yes. Uh, but that was the first time I got high at school because uh, I went to class and everything was just like enhanced you know it was like i took reins of the classroom i just started i don't know i can't remember exactly but i remember like making the teacher laugh making the classroom laugh and just doing that shit for the first time and and, and prior to that being the nigga who never said it a word in class so you had people in class like look at me for the first time like damn this nigga actually talked <laughs> so um that was that was a wild time, bro. But uh, nonetheless, a great time. I I rarely had bad experiences smoking, other than the times that I've almost gotten caught smoking. Now listen, I'm gonna round it off with this last story. I'm not gonna make it too long. Definitely look out for smoke stories part two because damn, I got some. I got a lot of smoke stories, but. This last story, like I said, there was rarely ever a time I've had a bad high or a bad experience smoking. Uh, the only times I've had a bad experience smoking was almost getting caught. And uh, I can give you one, one little, one little time of me almost getting caught for right now before the shit spills over. I don't know how long we I've been recording, so fuck, we just gonna you know we gonna round it off with this one. But um, this was I want to say this was. During college? No, because I was at home. I was at home. I I really, I honestly, I can't remember. Can't remember. Had to have been during college, though. 
Uh, yes, yes, motherfucker. It was during college. All right. It was during Raymond, I believe. But I think everybody was home for uh, uh, maybe Thanksgiving break, Christmas break. It was some break. Everybody was home. Um, maybe it was summer. Who knows? I can't fucking remember, honestly. But uh, I know that I was driving at the time and I know that I was smoking at the time. So I feel like that has to have been the, you know, college fucking, you know, time period because I wasn't driving when I was smoking in high school. Um, well, I was. I'm fucked up. Anyway, anyway. Um, listen, listen. <laughs> This is around the time where everybody picked that shit up. Like everybody was smoking weed. Like all of my friends were smoking weed. And it was a wonderful time. Like everybody if you if you weren't smoking at this time, you were about to smoke. It had gotten to that point. Like it was an infection at this point. Like a lot of people were smoking. But we were at not love it. We were at Robinson Park. We were all at Robinson Park chilling. At this point in time, my license was suspended because I had a, uh, a reckless. Yes. Yes. This was definitely college. No, uh, no, 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 no. I, I fucked up. This was not college. This was high school. I'm fucked up. I don't know either when it goes because I remember. Yeah, no, this is college. I'm God. I'm God. This is college. I, I'm no, I know. I'm fucked up. But um, I remember taking a friend to a party, dropping them off because they had car problems. Um, and when I dropped her off and came back, I was coming back with another friend, you know what I'm saying? I had, this is, you know, my, my ride or die, Flim, shout out to you. You already know what this story is about. Like, this was the time that I got caught with you. I got pulled over with you, excuse me. I got pulled over with you for reckless driving, quote unquote, for dodging potholes. Fleming, I know you remember that because we were driving down the road Doing the speed limit, everything was nice, everything was right. We didn't smoke that night or nothing like that. I think we did smoke or some shit like that. We smoked earlier or something like that, maybe. Um, yes, because we smoked with old girl, and then, yeah, we okay, I remember that. So that was earlier, right? Then, you know what I'm saying, but at the time, we didn't have no weed or nothing in the car, so we really was just having no worries, just on the way back home or, you know, wherever the case may be, heading back wherever we were heading, and... We saw blue lights. We both looked at each other. You asked me, nigga, what you do? And I'm looking at you like, shit, I ain't do shit. I'm looking at my speedometer like, I'm definitely going to speed limit. So we were both, yeah, this is definitely, this was definitely in college. So I remember this. I remember that tidbit. Um, so fast forward, I got my license suspended for that. And I could not drive, obviously. But uh, this was the time everybody was either out of school or something. And um, it was it had, yes, it had to have been a break. It was a break because, you know, I didn't have to go to school. It wasn't no problem not going to, you know, not driving to school. So, um, man, it was, I don't know what it was. I don't know what, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I, I, I'm, I suppo I'm supposed to be smoking this blunt. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> no, it was, I got my license suspended for that. Could not drive anywhere. We all were meeting up at Robinson Park like usual to hoop or whatnot, whatever the case may be. Um, we just meet up either to just hoop or niggas that don't hoop, just, you know, chill or relax. I don't really hoop like that. So I just relax around Rob, you know, watch niggas hoop or just, you know, cool with some of the niggas or whatever. Um, and this was a real late hoop session. 
can't remember. Oh, I called a ride with Jason, if I'm not mistaken. I caught a ride with either Jason or Ben. Can't remember. Caught a ride with fucking somebody. Um, and you know, it was a late night uh hooping session or whatever, and uh motherfuckers there was smoking. You know what I'm saying? Like it was time to also smoke. Like, you know, you had people hooping and you had people smoking like in the parking lot. I was one of the ones smoking in the parking lot. Now, in this parking lot, you had about, I want to say, I don't know how many. I want to say like at least five. At least five. Because I remember being cramped up in the back seat. We had five people, no need to name the names, but we had five people smoking, matching and shit, bro. Getting high as a bitch. I mean, high as a bitch. That hot box was, whoo, whoo. I forget how, like, I mean, I've been smoking by myself for, like, a year straight, about two years straight, so I, like, picturing, like, five niggas in a hot box, man, I mean, Jesus Christ, I know it was cold, so it had to be Thanksgiving or Christmas break, because there was no way that it was not gonna be, you know, stuffy in that bitch, uh, so, uh, we're smoking, we get done smoking, we get out the car, chilling some more, you know what I'm saying, they just get done hooping, it's it's nighttime now, the lights have been turned off and shit, so, uh, Robinson doesn't have any, like, street lights or anything, anything like that to light up the court, so, when it's dark, that's when niggas go home, and, bruh, we get done smoking, niggas, uh, this is like a legendary night at Rob, we had niggas smoking, we had niggas playing basketball, and we had a special group of motherfuckers, who ultimately almost got us caught, who wanted to shoot a gun uh, or two. I don't know how many guns were in. Like, like I said, I was in the car, but I know that, you know, somebody pulled up. I'm not going to name them because this is fucking incriminating. But so-and-so pulled up in the car. We had a girl say, oh, shit, so-and-so here. I know that nigga going to bring out that gun and try to shoot. He's going to try to show off that gun in front of everybody. That's not the that's not the right thing to say to a high person. Um, don't say, "Oh shit, that nigga here, he, he gonna, I know he got that gun." As the don't don't say that shit to a high nigga. Like, don't say that shit. Period. But do not say that shit to anybody that's like firstly freshly getting high, cause that just killed all the fucking high that I had. Like, I'm like, who who he got a what? Why is he why? Like, what's what is what's the problem? What's going on? But uh, no, nah, they were just going to shoot that shit in the sky, you know, doing regular nigga shit. So they came, they shot the gun, and boom, everybody knew to go ahead and leave at that point because with a gunshot comes police. So uh, when he shoots the gun, it's a little bit unexpected for everybody that was like, in the parking lot because they go behind the park, kind of. And it's, you know, nobody really can see them behind the park. And that's where like the, the woods and shit are mainly at. So they go behind the park. We're still in the parking lot. We're done smoking. We're chilling. They shoot the gun. When they shoot the gun, everybody is looking for their car to go to. You know what I'm saying? Somebody like me, who showed up without the car, <laughs> I was I had options, but I didn't really have many. You know what I'm saying? Like I had options, but I really didn't. Like niggas is trying to go home, basically. You feel me? So I'm like, fuck the world. You know, I I where do I go? Where do I go? Where do I go? The best place that I can, you know, the best car that I can go to was Ben's. Number one, Ben did not smoke at the time. 
Ben had the cleanest car at the time. <laughs> ben basically was, I think, uh, I think Ben was around the corner for me still at that time. So, um, excuse me. I think Ben was around the corner from where I live. So that's why I was like, in worst case scenario, you know what I'm saying, he can't like be too far away from home if he take me home. So I'm like, I'll just hop in Ben's car. Now, what fucked this plan up? What fucked me up? What fucked us all up? Was that, yes, I was the only nigga. I, it was probably two, not two, but it was probably one more person, uh, one other person that smoked. No, 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 no. I was the only person that smoked. So I hopped in the car with people who did not smoke, you know, who hooped and or just chilled out, you know, you know, and just relaxed. I was the only person that smoked, right? So I get in the car with them. Being immediately, <laughs> being immediately is like, ah, oh, this nigga smell like you smell like weed, and this, <laughs> being you motherfucker, I remember when you didn't smoke and you made me feel so bad for smoking because you was like, oh, you smell like weed. My car gonna smell like that shit. My brother gonna be in the car tomorrow. I was like, fuck, my fault, bro. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be too bad to get out. I didn't hotbox in your shit, but yeah, you, you should you should be able to get that smell out. But I got in the car with Ben. Uh, about two other people got in the car with Ben. But what fucked us up was that w the one person that got in the car with Ben had a car himself. This nigga had his own car. Aaron Walker, you fuck. You had your own car. And you got in the car with Ben and, and everybody else that, you know, really didn't have a car. Um, so we went to Sonic's. We went to Sonic's. We're chilling out. We're talking about the situation at hand, what happened and whatnot. Uh, you know, reflecting back on the night, you know, and, and just, you know, recapping. Basically, just, you know, calming down, having a cool down period. We're just still relaxing. We're at Sonic's eating and shit. Cooling. But... I wish that we could have went home after that, but we couldn't because we have to drive back to the park to get Aaron's car. So when we left from Sonny, I'm already feeling impending doom, bruh, because in my mind, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not stupid, but in my mind, I'm hot and I'm paranoid. So I'm thinking of scenarios where I'd be caught at in my mind. I'm like, listen, they just shot at this park. There was a gunshot at this park. It more than likely was reported. More than likely, police are going to be at this spot. If they're not at this spot, they will be at this spot. So if we get this car, we better hurry up, get that shit, and then leave immediately. That's what I'm thinking in my head. But we're headed back to Love It. Excuse me. We're headed back to Robinson Park. And I mean, pulling into the park, and you know, we see one car there. There was only, there was no car there, or anything like that. So we pulled back up to the park, literally to just give Aaron his car back so he could get back in the car and drive home. We could all go home. We pulled back up, bro. And as soon as we pulled into the park, bruh, whoop, whoop, blue lights at like from four different angles, my nigga. It was like they camouflaged. I don't know how we didn't see them, but they pulled up from each in every single fucking angle. And I just, my heart started dropping. I'm like, oh my fucking goodness. So, the police comes to the car. 
he he goes the rundown of you know what's going on like you know what y'all up to or this and that this that and the third we explain to him how we were at the park earlier um you know what i'm saying we left the park to go to sonics we we're here to uh drop this man back off at his car and we're about to go home that's all and he was like okay okay yes y'all storylines up or whatever you know we heard the gunshot at this time da 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 so yeah uh y'all are good to go but and when he says but when he says y'all are good to go but oh my fucking god i like nigga my heart like i just closed my eyes and i shook my head and if that nigga was looking at me like yeah he could see the guilt all on my face but i know he wasn't really looking at me but nigga, I looked guilty when I did that shit. My, I closed my eyes. I was like, "Oh my fucking goodness, this nigga, he he definitely smells it." He says, "But now, you, you, you straight shoot me, or and I'll, I'll straight shoot you." And I'm like, "That's not the correct language to use at the time like these, officer. Like you're not supposed to. <laughs> That's not. I don't. I don't feel comfortable with you talking like that. But I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying." Uh, He's like, you straight shoot me, I'll straight shoot you. It, is anybody, do, do y'all have the weed on you? Come on. I smell it. I smell the marijuana. Who's got it? Who's got it on them? Who's got it? And I'm looking at my, I, I hurry up and bite the bullet. I hurry up and, you know what I'm saying, take responsibility earlier because I know none of the niggas in that car smoked but me. So I immediately say, I was around it earlier. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he puts the flashlight on me and said, you was, you was around it earlier. I was like, yeah, I was I was around it earlier. You know, just, you know, the park or whatever. He was like, okay, well, I do smell marijuana. So that does give me a a, a proper cause to search the vehicle. Um, So what I want y'all to do, so I just want y'all to get out. We're going we're gonna to search y'all. We're going to search the vehicle. And if y'all just got y'all a little, little blunt on you, even just a little blunt on you, uh, we'll let you go. But anything past uh, 2.5, and uh, it's going to be some problems. So and when he says that, I calm down a little bit because I know for a fact I have zero weed on me, like, at all. I have no weed on me, you know, and nobody else in that car smoked. Um, so, and they didn't even smoke at that time, you know what I'm saying? So I, I felt really confident in my abilities. The only thing that was still in the back of my head is, like, it's the fucking police. They got four niggas right where they want them at. Like, they could easily fucking plant some shit. But that's, like, the worst of the worst. My mind always goes to the worst of the worst. But um, without a doubt, bruh, I honestly just, you know, I took that shit, took the the paddings and whatnot. He packed my socks and all that. Uh, he gave us the rundown. He said, well, y'all are good to go. Y'all are clear. Um, just Be careful. Just go home. You know, just, just go home. So I'm like, fuck, you ain't got to tell me twice, nigga. I'm going home. And I'm never smoking at Rob again, but I ended up smoking at Rob again, which is a story for Smoke Stories 2. But for now, that was Smoke Stories Part 1, man. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all was smoking during this. I surely tried to smoke during this, but my high is just not, you know, as effective as it is trying to talk. So this is the first time I'm, I'm going to be smoking during the pod uh, I just felt like it was um, an appropriate time to do so. But uh, no, nah, no more smoking during the pod after this. Maybe until another smoke. Yeah, I'll just smoke during the smoke stories. So, yeah, man. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's all I got for you right now. <laughs> that's all I got for you today, man. Uh, definitely, like I said, look out for Smoke Stories Part Two. Um, I'm probably gonna bring some friends on and 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 have some smoke stories of their own or whatnot. So it's definitely gonna be a continuous series because I I can see this shit going up to like thirty episodes. You know what I'm saying? So, um, definitely, definitely, definitely. Shut the fuck up. I'm just playing. Nah, but go ahead and 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 roll you up another one just for the sake of rolling up another one. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna be doing next week as far as like the pod shit, and you know as far as like ending this shit, you already know I don't ever know how to end it, so I just dip. <laughs>